Survival chances out of 10. Presumably it's 1 out of 10, 2 out of 10. Minimal. Zero. Well, when you just leave, then you're going to go down or not, rather than okay, okay, the marking okay. system of 1 to 10. It's just confused. It's muddy in the water. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app. You ain't shit! I wish I was 50 years younger and I'd kick your ass. <laughs> My fans can be the harshest critics, you know. And they often are. A wife is often the harshest critic <laughs> of her husband. <laughs> I thought I was invincible. That's what you're, you're trained to believe as a sports person. There was four million people in Ireland who knew much more about managing <laughs> football teams than I did. When it comes to music, I can spoof with the best. Your sporting career is the best time you'll have, and, you know, you have to hang on to it for as long as your life, because everything else is pretty crappy. And this is not lies. Stephen Rochard has never spoken to Jim McGuinness in his life. And this is off the ball Saturday on News Talk. John Duggan with you through until five. You can text us on five three one zero six. We're also streaming the conversation. Listen on News Talk. Watch us on the digital and social channels for Off the Ball. For Periscope on Twitter, at Off the Ball, YouTube, Facebook, and on the OTB Sports app. This is the Saturday panel until two o'clock this week. Between now and two, we're going to discuss the important matter of the GAA Football Championship because there is an important series of votes next weekend at a special congress next Saturday, this day week about what the championship will look like in future years. This is important because the football championship, you know, a million people watch the All-Ireland final. So many people are invested in it. So many people love it. So many people love it, but also so many people as well out there are dissatisfied with the structure of it. And there's an opportunity to change it or to stick with the status quo. So there's going to be votes on this next week. I just want to give you an explainer, a background on this, because it is complicated. Uh, so bear with me for a moment before I speak to our guests here on the Saturday panel. So there was a fixture calendar review task force, which issued a report in 2019 uh, with a couple of options for the football championship. A lot of this was around balancing the needs of the county and the club. What happened? Well, the pandemic did that. You had a result, accidentally almost, that a split season came about where you'll have all inter-county activity in the first half of the year, wrapped up by July, and then the focus on the club season. So next Saturday, Special Congress will vote on two proposals around the football championship. Proposal A, which I don't think has got a hair's breadth or uh, hoping hell a pass and this is not going to be a runner but we'll just outline it anyway this is a revamped provincial structure with four provinces of eight teams each counties going into different provinces essentially four conferences so two teams of Leinster would join Munster for example to make it eight one team from Ulster would join Connacht there would be a round robin structure in these provinces each county guaranteed a minimum of four games in the season that's a secondary Charlton Cup as part of this a B championship effectively proposal B this is the one that everybody's interested in is a league championship flipping the provinces and the league flipping the provincial championship in the league so the provincial championships would not be linked to the league system. You'd have the provinces run off as standalone competitions, round robins in February and March. Then between April and July, you'd have the big show, a league structure, four divisions, each county guaranteed seven matches, better weather, more attention on it. Effectively, the league becomes the championship. So four divisions, as is the case every year. What would happen then in terms of the All-Ireland series once the league games are played? The top five Division One, Division Two winners and then the winners of playoffs involving Division Two sides, the second and third place teams and the Division Three and four league winners would reach the All-Ireland quarterfinals. The GPA, the players, are overwhelmingly behind the second option. It's not perfect, but we've had 130 years of an association where you can try things out and then reverse them. That's what the Congress is all about. So both options... A and B will include the secondary Charlton Cup, the All-Ireland title for the so-called weaker counties that don't qualify for the primary All-Ireland series. 
60% of delegates next week of Congress need to vote these through. If there are not enough votes for Proposal A or Proposal B to pass, we'll revert to what we had between 2001 and 2017, which is the provincial championships, Leinster, Munster, Ulster and Connacht football, and then knock out all Ireland qualifiers. The Super 8s will be no more. So maybe that will be palatable. We will have an additional Charlton Cup, whether it be like the Tommy Murphy Cup, who knows. But we're going to have the effectively the structure we had for 20 years between 2001 and 2017. Dublin win Leinster into the quarterfinals. Teams come through the qualifiers through the back door. So to discuss this between now and two, we're delighted to be joined by the former GA president, Nicky Brennan, and the current CEO of the Cork County Board, Kevin O'Dudvin. Nicky and Kevin, how are we getting on? Hello, John. John, good afternoon. How are you? So I hope that made sense to the listeners. I hope it's not a Rubik's Cube now and I've, I've, I've lost everybody listening in the country and, and watching on the digital channels. But Kevin, uh, you've written in the Examiner today about this. Now, I know this is your personal view because Cork have got to make their own decision, but you're behind this league championship proposal B next week. Why? Yeah, Cork will vote on Tuesday night and, and we'll be mandated to vote accordingly at special Congress thereafter. I'm very much in favour of it. I, I think it's good for football. I think it's good for the GA. I think it's good for all 32 counties, which is a key part if we drill down into some of the nuances of the motion where people question certain aspects of it. It is a 32-county motion. It is written to to give everybody a, a shot at Sam Maguire, for example. I think it's good for our players. I think it's regular, meaningful games based on the models that are in most of our counties now, which is group stages, tiers, relegation, promotion, and those principles serve championships well generally. And we have them in ladies football, we have them in camogie, we have them in hurling. And now I think it's time our footballers got the benefit of them also. Is the GA logistically and culturally ready for this in your view, Kevin, if, if B was passed? Yeah, absolutely. And, and people talk, you know, People talk about radical change. The qualifiers were radical in their day. The, the Munster Hurling group group stage and Leinster Hurling was radical in its day. The split season, the opening of Crow Park, I see it in line with those as seismic change that the organisation is ready for the morning after it happens. Nicky Brennan, speaking as a past president of the GA uh, with the interests of Gaelic football at heart, um, do you like these proposals, Proposal A, Proposal B, or do you prefer to see the status quo that currently exists? Well, I think as regards uh, Proposal A, it's, uh, I think you alluded to it in your introduction, John, I think that has no chance. So I think that's not going to garner much discussion. The notion that counties would leave Leinster and go to Munster or Connacht or Ulster go to Connacht, that, that's just not going to happen. So I don't believe there'll be any debate on that. I think, first of all, that the current system is broken. I do think the provincial system has serious problems and is falling apart. Ulster might like to, would probably disagree with that, but by and large, the current structure is not fit for purpose and it is, it, something has to change. So in principle, I can understand where they've got to. There are issues with uh, with, with Proposal B, which we'll get into maybe later on, and I'd, I'd happily give you my views on that. But I think that in fairness, everything evolves in the GA. It does take time. And, and I believe in fairness that this system maybe, Proposal B is okay. I'm not over enthusiastic about it, but I think it's worth trying because it will need tweaking thereafter, because there are issues with it. And I'll allude to those in, in later on when you uh, when you ask me to. Yeah, um, and you say correctly, I think, that it's not fit for purpose, the provincial structure. I'm just going to go through this. Uh, uh, Dublin have won 16 of the last 17 Leinster titles. Kerry have won nine of the last 11 Munster titles. Mayo have won seven of the last 11 Connacht titles. In Ulster, which they all say is a very competitive province, and it is more competitive than the others. No Ulster titles for Derry or Down in the new millennium. 
Tyrone, Donegal and Monaghan have won 12 of the last 13 titles. Leitrim were beaten by 24 points by Mayo earlier this year. Um, they would get seven matches in this new league championship structure. Maybe some of their players would not go to America. Uh, in Leinster, you'd have a situation often, as you would know, Nicky, where a team gets beaten in the Leinster Football Championship. They probably don't have any hope of winning it. Then they go out in the in the next round of the qualifiers, two games max per year. Um, there are a lot of vested interests in this. There's 32 independent republics. But I would wonder, um, are the players being listened to? They are the people who go out as amateurs and play every summer. They know this ain't working. Um, they've overwhelmingly come out in favour of it. Um, what is wrong with giving this a couple of years? Kevin, should the players' opinion be the overriding opinion here? Because I'm looking through the, the delegates and the votes uh, at, at Congress next week, and the players don't have much of a vote. Well, I think it's vital that all voices are heard in this argument. I wouldn't make it players versus the rest or, or anything like that. But definitely, I would have especially or towards Division 3 and Division 4 players. Because when we looked at these issues, it would be very easy to propose a senior, intermediate and junior All-Ireland competition. It would be very easy to propose a start out with a Super 8 Division 1 and they'd play for Sam McGuire. So I'd be especially mindful of players in Division 3 and Division 4. And I'd be really interested to hear Ricky, uh, Nikki's views on um, some of the negative aspects of the motion because I would have to highlight that it was might be a slightly imperfect motion written for an imperfect world, in my opinion. Okay, And for that reason, there's avenues given to Division 3 and 4 to win Sam McGuire. I think that might be something the organisation in those counties might consider again in the future when we see how those results go against the Division 2 second and third place teams. But I I think it's vital. I I think at times also we're all guilty probably of prejudices we may have had previously about the GPA that when we speak, when they speak as a group, it seems to spook certain areas of the organisation. And that might be understandable because of past conflicts. But I'm listening to the Cork players on this. I'm listening to the Westmead players on this, the Leitrim players on this. They're looking for change, so I'd be listening closely. It's also important to get other views. Now, Brian McAvoy is important, for example. He's the Ulster CEO. He's expressed on the OTBAM or digital show with Jaron Owen, and you can listen back to this on the podcast network, folks, uh, that he doesn't feel proposal be as palatable because he feels the Ulster Championship will become a devalued pre-season competition with no link to the All-Ireland Series. Jim McGuinness has made the same point. You have to have a link between Ulster football and the All-Ireland Series. The League Championship wouldn't do that. He also feels, Brian McAvoy, that the leagues are devalued without having divisional finals. Does he a point, Nikki. What are your reservations about some aspects of this proposal? Be that's hoping to get sixty percent support next week. Well, just to start there with what you mentioned about Brian McAvoy's uh, commentary there. Yeah, we all know that the Ulster Championship, notwithstanding the statistics you quoted earlier, is uh, is generally quite competitive, and they're quite comfortable with that. But I mean, you have to take it's it's like this slogan we have during COVID: "We're all in this together." So that the whole this has to apply in relation to the totality of the championships across the country. I think, first of all, the provincial championship at the start of the year. Uh, again, let's be realistic about this. It is going to be a glorified O'Burton Cup, McGrath Cup, McKenna Cup, and the Connacht FPD. That's what it's going to be. Managers will use the opportunity to try out their players and give players chances during that period of time. I don't blame them for that. That's that's exactly the way it's going to be. Now, I do think that in relation to the structure of the championship thereafter, there's a, there is a bit of unfairness about it. And this is what I say that you might start with this, but I think it may be tweaked. Because if you take the team that's coming six, seven, and 8th in Division 1, you're not going to be playing for the Sam Maguire Cup. 
Now, if a county is consistent, and for the purpose of the argument here, I use Cork because Kevin is on the call with us here. If Cork will consistently, at their in division, if they were in Division 1, they were 6, 7 or 8 on an ongoing basis, I can see the county wouldn't be too happy uh, that they would be excluded maybe from that. So I think there will be some reservations on that. But look, at, I accept, and really, why would you have Division 3 and Division 4 winners getting preference over some Division 1 teams? These are the, the, the arguments around fairness. But I go back to the point as well, you have to have a starting point. And on the basis that this is the starting point, I would say, yeah, let's go with it. But realising that it's going to con need continuing monitoring. Uh, and I'm there's other aspects as well in relation to the, the structure of the provinces. I'll come back to that in a minute because I want to focus on the, the game as it is at the moment. But I would happily talk about impact on administration later on, just to give listeners some idea of the views on that, I think, that have actually got little or no discussion in this whole debate. Is there unfairness, Kevin, as Nikki is saying there, potentially in the structure of the way this league championship has been uh, designed? So if you're a division uh, one team and you finish sixth, you don't get a shot at, at an All-Ireland series, whereas a division three and division four winner does. That's a key point that has to be addressed because I know it is it is becoming a real matter of contention for certain counties in that category and they're very worried ahead of the vote around that area, so I'm delighted to clarify. We've got to look at it as a 32-county motion for a start and everybody can get through to the qualifying, to the quarter-final stages. I, I don't accept Nikki's point that they're not in Samaguar. Samaguar is the championship for the summer months with four groups, four groups and a group stage before it. If we have a group stage in our county, we wouldn't say the teams in the group stage are not in the championship. So I don't accept that. I also don't accept the pre-season terminology about um, Ulster or Munster championship games in February and March. I, I don't see any inter-county manager conceding Ulster championship games in the middle of March or an Ulster semi-final or an Ulster semi or, or an Ulster final indeed on the last weekend of March. I think it's a bit disingenuous to call that those pre-season competitions. I do accept that they won't have exactly the cut and trust of the current provincial championships, which have a connection to the All-Ireland. And I would be willing to compromise on that. I would have no issue if there was an amendment to give points or a point or points in the All-Ireland Championship group stage to the provincial winners, because I, I have no objection to that link. It was it was never a red line issue for me. But we come back to Team 6, which is, is a key point. There's a judgment call to be made um, between Team 6 and the winners of Division 3 and 4. Everyone can qualify for the final stages of any championship competition. And if we were to cut that card and I don't think the organisation is ready for it yet. And remember, we did months of research and reports and reviews and correspondence from all parties as part of this process. It was probably two and a half years ago now, so few people can remember back that far. And there was a consensus in the organisation that it was not ready yet for all teams not to be in the Samagora competition. Therefore, we said, in the interest of equity, Remember, equity is not treating everybody the same. Equity is giving everybody a different route to the same outcome, to win Sam Aguirre. And we felt that that prize of first place in Division 3 or first place in Division 4, possibly teams that had won six or seven games against their own contemporaries, that they were surely worth a place in the last 16. And that is all they're getting out of this format, as opposed to a Division 1 team, which might be battling at a higher level 
would have possibly lost at least three, possibly four, possibly even five championship games, barely out of relegation in their group. And we felt that if there was a judgment call to be made, the play should go to the teams that were battling lower down. And, and that's a very philosophical argument, because if you look at the challenges you face in Division 3 and 4, trying to keep players off the play into America, probably the second quarter in a lot of counties, it's a very small population, even though I know Monaghan and others in Division 1 are able to buck that trend and fair play to them for doing so. I would say give this three years. And after three years, let's look at the result of that preliminary quarterfinal, that last 16 game between the second team in Division 2 and the Division 4 winners, between the third team in Division 2 and the Division 3 winners. That is a key game for me to judge the standards then. And who knows? Maybe at the end of three years, the Division 3 and 4 teams will say, we prefer to be in a Talton Cup that we can win as opposed to going to a preliminary quarterfinal for Sam Aguirre, where maybe there is a gap that can't be bridged. So that's the part where we need, need a bit of good faith from counties to look at a 32 county. People are wondering, how could we leave teams past each other in a format? Trust me, we debated it hours. And I went from that side of the argument to the other as my understanding of it being a 32 county organization. I'm very much Cork focused. Once I found out the challenges that those found counties faced, and the importance linked to Samaguar was for promotion of the game in those counties. And that's why I support this motion. I accept it's imperfect, but it's an imperfect world. Three years, you can always reverse it. Like the Super 8s were the big thing a few years ago, Nikki, and they're not, no longer here. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not arguing yeah. at that point uh, against Kevin. I'm, I'm. I'm happy to see this getting its its its, uh, its couple of years. I, yeah. I'm accepting that. But but I think we have to be realistic here as well. And the reality of it is is the the competition for the Sam Maguire Cup is the competition that takes place with the ten teams when they're decided at the end of the league portion of it. As much as that, uh, yes, it can be called the Sam Maguire League Championship, if you like. I don't mind that. But the reality of it is, it's when those 10 teams are are, are decided and the draw is taking place, as the way Kevin has said, that's the Sam Maguire Cup, is the reality of it. But absolutely, by all means, this, give this a chance. But counties have got to understand, and I think Kevin, in fairness to him, is alluding to there, that if you are the sixth or seventh team and, and or the A team and Division One, and you just happen to miss out for, for a couple of years, that's what you're voting for. Know what you're voting for and accept it for the duration of the trial. And then let's see and assess it after the time is up. But don't come on and in, in a year's time or two years' time when a new county chairman comes in and people start whinging about the structure. Know what you're voting for and accept that it is for a trial for a couple of years. And I, I'm, I'm happy that people, if they do it on that basis, then that's fine. I believe there's about 28% of the vote is Central Council, Nicky, uh, for this uh, uh, out of the vote next week. And I also believe uh, I also believe that uh, units in the association uh, in the UK and in Europe and America have votes in this, um, which is interesting. Uh, do the provincial councils want this? So like, you know, if you're a Lan- you were a Leinster Council chairperson, if you saw the provincial championship move to February and March, no link to the All Ireland series, potentially financial loss out of it, um, would you be really really willing to get behind this? Is that the challenge that they have in this proposal? Be well, look, the first thing is that the provincial championships, as I said at the outset, are are, uh, are in bother. And they have been in bother for some time. Ulster aside, um, they, they, they don't make good reading. Your, your statistics at the start of this programme, which we won't repeat again, but certainly laid it very clearly that why provincial championships have had their, uh, you know, that they've, they've come to the end of the road. So something else has to happen here. Now, provincial council's concerns are, and this is the one area that I am, I'm a bit disappointed that this hasn't come to the forefront, 
in that when you come to play the competitions, you have three competitions now. You have a pre-season, and I know people don't like to call it at the provincial championships. The, the receipts from that we go totally towards the uh, provincial councils. When you play the league portion of the uh, Sam Maguire, I'll, I'll use those terminology, but even up my, that is a central a central council fixture. When you come to play the knockout championship part, that is a central council fixture. So the income from football competitions in, in the country using this proposal will be significantly towards central council. Now, provincial councils then will have to make their case before central council to get their hands on funding because as they're doing in Kevin's County and my county, they're providing a lot of funds towards games, coaching and games development activities and personnel and infrastructure developments and other areas. So it changes the model. So I'm a bit disappointed that the functions and roles of the provincial council as an administrative unit of the association has not got some discussion in parallel with this because that's at, at the core of what a lot of the, the concern of counties are. Because when Kevin is, is running his county, he has a lot of engagement with the Munster Council office in Limerick, probably more so than with Croke Park. And I'm disappointed that that part, and I've said this numerous times to numerous media people, why will you not bring up the... I, I, provincial councils are essential. Maybe in the future they could be called regional councils and have four regional councils that have eight counties to look after. And maybe that's the way it should be happening administratively. But that debate about how the GA has to be administered regionally is critical because you can't administer the GA just from Croke Park. Well, that's uh, that's why we brought you on, Nicky. Uh, Kevin, uh, you would deal with Munster, as Nicky says there. Is, is it, like the, the, the merits of your proposal, proposal B, right? That's the first thing. Um, but is there a danger that the, the, the proposal's merits will get voted down because of the way it, it will negatively impact the provincial councils? I agree with Nicky 100%. I have daily engagement with Munster Council, more so than with Crow Park, through development grants, through coaching, through administration and so on. Nicky is 100% right. And this motion was never written as a Trojan horse to undermine um, provinces. And I'm sure Nicky would accept that. Um, you know, to be fair, just on the numbers, even the conservative Crow Park numbers, which came out during the week, aren't showing a loss of revenue for the provinces. But I, 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 I don't want to make that my central point. My central point is Nicky is correct. And on the Fixtures Calendar Review Task Force, we highlighted a number of times to the people on the group from Crow Park that this motion would need a support package with it to explain the finances and to reroute some of the finances from that Sam Maguire group stage, Nikki, whatever we call it, back through the provinces to administer that back out to the counties, similar to the model we have now. So, Nikki, I agree 100%. The point was made several times within our committee that it was a key part but that is for Crow Park to dictate and to administer. We are simply a fixtures committee. We said it would need policy accompanying it, with accompanying it to take away those fears. So I can't speak for Crow Park in that, Nikki. Yeah, but it's a pity in a way, Kevin. And again, I, I absolutely take your point there. But it is a pity that clarity hasn't been brought to this. I hope clarity maybe is brought to this before the debate this day week, because that is at the heart of what's impacting counties. It's easy to people to turn around and say, ah, look, this is all about the money. Of course it's about the money. It sure is about the money, because counties 
are in a tough position now. COVID has made the situation a hell of a lot worse. Croke Park's funding finances are in are not what they would normally be. Neither are the provincial finances. So, of course, finance is at the bottom of it. But that doesn't mean that the competition shouldn't go ahead as proposed in Proposal B for a trial period. I just want to make that quite clear. But there are other issues that may influence people this day week when they sit down to vote. Correct. And that, that's a crying shame for us then as a fixtures group who don't want to tilt at the prov- provincial structures. And Nikki, it would be as simple as a statement from HQ indicating that there would be grants given from those All-Ireland League stages to, to replace any possible loss of funding. Now, we're hoping there won't be a loss of funding, but, but I can't guarantee that at this stage. The, so I yeah. Nikki, the gap. And this, it's similar to an argument that's possibly coming up in my own county looking at divisional structures, where we wish to look at divisional competitions. But if you're not giving guarantees on the structures and the boards that run those competitions, the talk about competitions is going to spook people in terms of undermining structures. So I accept your point. I can. And of course, as well as that, then, when we, please God, everything goes back to what we'll call the, the, the normal back in 2022. But what we don't know post-COVID is how many of our patrons who have been impacted in somewhere or another, will they decide it's just, I'm just not going to go back. I might, I'll leave it till 2023 or, or I might not go back at all. There's going to be a new media contract brought out by the GA next year. And there's no question about it. The more and more uh, social media channels and new media channels will now come into vogue in terms of how our games are presented. Our counties now are streaming matches using various services at the moment. So the whole world of media presentation of Gaelic games is going to change phenomenally from next year. And I I'm just wondering how that might impact attendances at games. I know you get some income through that that source anyway, to be fair about it. But th- there's a lot of imponderables in the air here. But I keep saying it's still not, I'm not making any case for not going with Proposal B, but I think all of these are, issues should be brought to the forefront. Absolutely. Yeah. John, if I could add to that, yeah. I endorse that, but I would say that that's a very exciting space to be in. As a county secretary here in Cork, we were worried about attendances coming back after COVID. We've had record attendances for a new championship group stage that we introduced. This year is the first year we had crowds because we had no crowds last year because of COVID. We have record crowds. We don't allow streaming of our games now, apart from a partnership we have with the examiner. We want to keep those gates up. And we've seen a huge appetite for competitive games. And that to me is the rope here. There is, a, 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 you know, we can speculate all we like about attendances and crowds and the numbers and the different numbers out in the media at the moment. To me, it's about competitive games. Even at the lowest level of our association, where I've spent most of my life operating, if you have a competitive game, it's a draw. Even at the highest level now, where I find myself operating, if you have a non-competitive game, you have a problem with your attendances, whatever you do. Well, yeah, but equally, Kevin, I suppose yeah. the challenge next year, and John, is also when all of these games take place, if Proposal B um, is, is accepted, how much coverage will be given to the provincial championships and all the other competitions, and particularly the Charlton Cup? So I think there's there, there's some imponderables up there. There's going to be a... The media have come out generally fairly strongly towards Proposal B, by and large. And I have no problem with that, by the way. I, it's good to see that they're coming one way or the other. But equally, the challenge is going to be next year. What sort of coverage will those games get across all media platforms? That's that's a little bit of an imponderable at the moment. Just on that, just on the Charlton Cup there, because you were president, and it's nothing to do with you, Nicky, but the Tommy Murphy Cup went asunder when you were president, and just in your term in, in between 2006 and 2009. Why did that not work? And is there a danger with this Charlton Cup that we're going to get a repeat? 
Yeah, I think that's a very fair question. I'm glad you asked me that because it didn't it didn't carry on for the very simple reason is the counties had absolutely no interest in carrying on. So you can't, uh, there's a time when you, you know, it's flogging a dead horse, you have to call it at some stage. And I remember having that discussion and said there is no point in running a competition that the counties have no interest in. So the, the competition failed because of the counties. I'm not suggesting that we at central level at the time in Crow Park were totally to blame. Maybe we could have marketed it better and all of that. I, I'm accepting responsibility there. But equally, when the Talchin Cup takes place, if it goes ahead next year, it will get marketing. I think it will get onto the, the maybe some double bills, maybe with the uh, Sam Maguire. And equally, the guarantee of the final as the curtain raiser to the, to the All-Ireland Senior Football Final. I think that is essential. Uh, and I think we've, we've seen how successful some of that in a slightly different scenarios with the structures in the hurling. It has gone very well so if that happens i think the charging cup can be successful but ultimately the people who will make the talking cup successful are the participants absolutely go on john, john. If I, yeah if i would add to that john just in in terms of the consequence of talking cup and i suppose the 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 motion gets a bit turgid in those areas in terms of reading the permutations but to remember that winning the talking cup for a division or a three three or four side basically gives them a joker in terms of their position in their league championship for the following year. So it saves them from relegation. It gets them promoted from three to two or from four to three. So consequence is a huge thing here as well for those, for, for Talton Cup in terms of making it meaningful for the summer. I accept everything Nikki said, presentation. To me, those players deserve to be out on all Ireland final day more than minor players from maybe more elite counties. Hurling, the best initiative in the recent years in Gaelic Games, in my view, has been the Round Robins and Munster and Leinster and Nicky. Uh, we've seen great matches, better gate receipts. Uh, is there in any way a kind of wariness from hurling? Uh, I know you say you're all in this together. Is there a wariness from the hurling fraternity about maybe the, the football championship getting more uh, of an interest, more of attention, uh, taking uh, the interest away from hurling? Uh, could that in any way negatively impact the vote next week or is it a, in any way relevant? No, I don't think it's relevant at all, John. I think, generally speaking, the hurling fraternity are very happy with the uh, with the, the way Munster and Leinster is going in the whole round robin format. It's very happy with the other structures as well, with the uh, McDonough Ring, uh, Rackard and Mar Cups. They're very good. There's only one anomaly in all of that, and it's really impossible to sort it. The lower end of uh, McCarthy Tier 1 and the top of Tier 2 tends to be a little bit of yo-yoing effect on an ongoing basis, but there's very little you can do about that. But quite honestly, I think that structure works well. You're getting players from the Donegals and the Tyrones and the Leitons, just to mention three counties, getting the opportunity to play in Crow Park. It has gone extremely well. So I think no, there's, there's no begrudgery on the part of the hurling folk. I think they've, they've got on with it. And while hurling has plenty of challenges around the country, as we know from a recent, recent report from Martin Ford, the national hurling manager, nevertheless, the national structures are working quite well. Uh, and they're at the top level, tier one, they're delivering exceptionally good games and good income for, as it happens, the provincial counties in this case, and then the counties are the beneficiaries. Yeah, I think with all the money uh, talk that's been this week, like I don't really like it because it's all arbitrary, and we don't know how this is going to work until we try it. Uh, it's impossible to say uh, the imagination that a league championship could conjure um, between April and July and county towns and the dubs going to Killarney and this kind of thing. Uh, so whether it's, you know, uh, I know Jeremy Ryan came out with the figures uh, during the week. It was whatever, 19.6 for the qualifiers, the status quo, 19.3 for Proposal A, 18.8 for Proposal B. Connor Donahue, part of the Fixtures Task Force, had a projected increase of revenue of 10 million. Whatever the numbers, whatever the crunching, you've seen with the Round Robin and Munster, Kevin, uh, obviously there's increased gate receipts out of that um, how much would this benefit Cork 
having this league championship structure in terms of uh, getting more more uh, money into the coffers? Well, first on the football side, it would benefit us because I suppose there was a feeling in Cork over the years that there was a shorter route to Sam Maguire than possibly for the team drawn in the preliminary round in Ulster. And like even as Cork people, we would say that wasn't entirely fair, whereby we could maybe get a hammering from Kerry, maybe get a boy or a soft draw through the qualifiers by getting to a Munster final, get a soft draw, and we find ourselves in an All-Ireland quarterfinal or the Super Aids. That's bad for Cork football. We need to earn our way back to the top if we are to get there. And we feel the way through that to that is through regular meaningful games in Division 2 League and hopefully no Division 2 League championship. On the finance side, 100%. We, we need those summer games to fill our venues. We've spectacular venues across the county. Probably one of the best aspects of the GA is the investment in infrastructure in all counties over the years. A lot of them empty at times. The Monster Hurling Championship has given us a super kick there to give us two outstanding games on an annual basis. While we'd be in Division two, 2 in this format, the chance of getting three or four home games in peak summertime is an opportunity we can't turn down. And then we would still have our provincial with the Kerry and the Tipperary and the Clares and the local rivalry in the spring and try and drive a season ticket model there where it may not be as attractive as the summer game, but it is still a model we feel we could build and grow over time through loyalty packages and bundles and so on. Yeah. So, okay. But, but commercial financial is always secondary to me. If you do the right thing for the game, that will always be the right thing for your gates in my book. Competitive yeah. games instigates and we are Nikki's right finances are paramount in this discussion it's it's not it's not a it's not a sin to talk about finance finance goes to coaching finance goes to putting hurlies and footballs into school kids hands in county cork i'm not ashamed to talk about money in this proposal yeah, I think the social media thing, as as you said there, uh, will, would be great if you're if you're seeing a Leitrim player score a goal and it has hundred thousand hits and they're playing seven games and their profile has increased. Uh, I can see only that as a good thing. The only thing I remember about the Cork Kerry game is that uh, when they knocked the the local radio commentator, his brilliant commentary of the way the Cork knocked Kerry out. So I think all that thing is a positive. Just to finish up, lads, because we're running out of time. Um, uh, and it's not from yourselves at all. I think you've made some very cogent points. But I hear a lot of this is, oh, well, yeah, we know that things are not great with the provinces, but, um, you know, uh, I, I, don't, I think solutions, sometimes you have to jump off the cliff. And that's what proposal B, in my view, would, would allow. But if this doesn't get passed next week, Nikki Brennan, is it back to committees? Is it back to the back burner? Are we just back into where we were for 20 years between 01 and 17 with qualifiers and provinces? Well, you're back to, uh, to to the competition before the Super 8s, but the reality of it is the issue is not going to go away. Deciding not to, to do something different this day week is not going to suddenly change the quality of the provincial championships. So the problem is not going to disappear. There is a problem there with the uh, with the, the competition level there. It is poor. It's impacting uh, tendencies. It's impacting the quality of the game. It's frustrating on players. So something has to happen. What I'm seeing, as I said before, to conclude on this, is that the option proposal B is 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 the best proposal on offer. It's the only proposal on offer realistically. It has lots of things that need to be worked on, but you have to start somewhere. But I think going back to say that doing nothing next week and everything is grand, we would be we would be deluding ourselves. There's plenty wrong with the provincial football championships, and if next Saturday doesn't solve it, well then it, some group needs to get cracking fairly quickly afterwards. Kevin O'Donovan, you got the final word here. I'd be really concerned. I, I think if, if this is turned on, I think there's a massive opportunity. As Nikki said, change is always incremental. 
you, you've got to you've got to take a leap. You've said it yourself about jumping off the cliff. I hope it's not quite as dramatic as that. But but change is something that you build on time after time. And if this motion was passed, then the CCC. Um, then or Corla, then uh, maybe a further tweak before um, Congress next year ahead of the following year. These tweaks can be made. Nobody is saying this is the perfect motion. But if you turn it down, you are back to nothing, to the status quo, as Nikki has said, to no committee in place, to a whole um, start up of a new process again that will take years. So I'm always forgetting the change that's an offer to improve things. And then we go from there. Kevin O'Donovan, Nicky Brennan, great stuff, lads. Thanks for giving your insight on Off the Ball Saturday, and we'll see how it goes next Saturday. Take care, lads. Take care. Bye now. Thanks, John. Okay, it's uh, Liverpool 4, Watford nil in the Premier League, and we are back with Peter Schmeichel after 2 o'clock. The Saturday panel on Off the Ball.